Hi, my name's Mason. My name's Finn. And this is Let's, Let's Talk, Talk Football. football. <laughs> Let's Talk Football is the show where we talk about football's hottest topics. Now, today is about um, one of the most controversial new topics in football, which is the £14.95 pence pay-per-view uh, for BT Sky Sports. And some other smaller ones which have started charging it. Uh, now, we're going to try and have a look at the whole picture. We're taking the step back from football and seeing why is this happening? Why is it concerning everybody? And why are they considering to remove it? Yes, and on that note, Cole, why don't you tell us about it? Well, uh, the pay-per-view rule was introduced around just after a couple of games have been played. And it means that to watch the game, you need to pay a fee of £14.95 to what actually watch it. Now, this is done for some games, not all of them. And it's mainly being charged for the big games, such as when like the top six play, uh, when there's a derby. Everything like that is being, told, is being put to pay-per-view. And you can see why they did it, because they did it because of the ticket sales that had gone down. Um, the fact that uh, the, the employees weren't getting paid enough, such as with Arsenal, they had cuts and everything. So they're trying their best to get clubs back on their feet. And of course, there are different various, not really charities, but funds being put towards to keep lower clubs, such as Scunthorpe, just um, Crawley, just to name a few, that can't really support themselves without, um, without having these ticket sales. Which, um, of course, are coming in through the BT. And Sky's still doing, or uh, without pay-per-view, is the Premier League is the only place with pay-per-view. The uh, There's no other, so they're still doing championship games for free. Uh, they occasionally do uh, Division 1 games. And yeah. all of that just equals, in the end, to what seems like a very messed up Premier League, um, which is kind of all over the place right now. But yeah. Yeah. And also, um, obviously, from this, um, Sky and BC, they then have to uh, pay the teams that are playing to um, just because they're playing and they're broadcasting their game. So they have to pay the Premier League because then they can, they can broadcast the Premier League, pay the clubs because the cl- clubs are playing. Um, so, yeah, and I will add, it's only, I think it was only Leicester City. They were the only club in the league to say no. they're the only club that didn't sign the petition to say this is okay. Mm, definitely. So, anyway, uh, Finn, why don't you talk about the logistics and how it is very concerning to uh, us as the viewer? Uh, well, yes, um, it's concerning because originally it's like, oh, yeah, you got them for free and all that, but now you have to start charging more. And the concern is... You don't get good football sometimes. Sometimes you get you pay around fifteen quid or fourteen ninety five, and you get a really boring game, nil nil draw, nothing's happening, barely goes out of play, like just nothing. But then you get those really good games, high scoring, high altitude, like derby, almost like a derby. So it's very fifty fifty. Whereas if you just paid it normally you can see every single club played, just not one club. 
So it's concerning as in it depends on the football that's being played and whether you really want to see it. Definitely. Of course, what the way I see it is it's concerning for the fact that we are being charged this much, the 15 quid, which is usually more expensive than a normal ticket. But of course, things coming into play like where you live, uh, how good your internet is, and all of this adds up to a kind of meh kind of uh, session where it's very, especially with BT Sport, it can be very laggy, it can be very slow, and ultimately yeah. playing 15 quid for that, I don't think, I think like it should depend on, I don't think they should just stick at 15 quid. 15 quid for top games, reasonable. But like mm. some of the smaller, but you've got the thing is, the thing is, you've got to remember how rich these companies are. Like they, they will suffer from not having the, like all that money coming in from pay per view and all that. But when then again, they have the money to keep financially stable. They they can stay stable, mm. as we know. So if they were charging, if they then started charging like five quid, it wouldn't be as bad. Because it's like, oh, you lose five quid. Sure, that is a lot of money in the long run. But but then, they're getting less money, but you're saving more money. Yeah, so, definitely. And if you get bad football, it doesn't matter because you've saved two-thirds of what you originally would have had to pay. Mm. So, really, it's going to be a win-win. Yeah, and of course, um, with, the, with all those logistics, it comes down to the one question, is this reasonable? I don't think 15 quid for things like the, um, like I think it's all right for the Merseyside derby, but some of the smaller games such as Sheffield versus Leeds, when you're, uh, this one wasn't charged, I don't think, but if that was charged, then those supporters wouldn't be able to watch, what would be able to watch it, but they're paying a very high price for, even though it's a derby, you it's really. Uh, kind of suffering for everybody in the end and that's why I think that we should just scrap it and that's what the um, company's considering too. Finn, why are they considering removing it? Oh, you see, they're considering removing it because as we said already, it's not interesting most of the time or some of the time because there's those smaller games that you don't really care about but you pay 15 quid for it and they're getting concerned about it because they're thinking, well, it's not good football it's not going to be quality football like a derby or anything so should we remove it to save the viewers money but also allow there to be good football being played so we only charge it for big big games Mm, definitely um i think they are considering scrapping it just because in the long term this does absolutely nothing to their financial uh, gain and ultimately in the end it just doesn't add up uh, to something that is actually helping the teams if like let's say if every 100,000 people watch it that's still quite a lot of money but um, I mean in the short term they're owned by somewhat billionaire owners clubs and I think ultimately we need to which is why they're considering scrapping it. I think if we do scrap it, it will be not only good for us, because we'll get free viewing again, for they're already charging us a price which they could pay to the clubs if we watch it. That would be absolutely fun. They could up it, and we can decide which games we want to watch. That way, that 
Like, I think that would be very fair. I'm that not is saying the best. That, 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 that would be. Yeah. Because if so, because if they just let it kind of like kind of go like the usual, where you choose what games you want to watch, you pay the fee, like fifteen quid to watch whatever game you want that day. That will be. That would just be good. Yeah, definitely. That will be, be good for the economy. And you can say, well, City, say City United's on, or it's Sheffield Fulham. And obviously, no offence to any of these clubs, but I would much rather see the Manchester derby than Sheffield Fulham because the Manchester derby is going to have more of an impact on the league, probably, than the Fulham-Sheffield game. Definitely. Once again, no offence to any of those clubs or any supporters of those clubs. Definitely. So, I think in the long term, this does absolutely nothing to help not only the teams, but us as the viewer, the companies. And I think we just... Well, they are, although they are considering scrap it, we, I think the Premier League should probably have an anonymous vote. I think that is the fairest way to decide it. If we do get it, there's nothing we can really do. If they aren't seeing any financial gain, then we like that's up that's completely up to them. But of course this was implemented by this was asked by the Premier League and Sky Sports and BT really had to agree. And that but then it was up to the teams and like you said, Leicester was the only one who didn't vote. Um so I think in the long term, scrap it. Anyway, mm-hmm. moving on to our next topic is international friendlies. Now, of course, international friendlies are being played, but they, number one, people are, it's pretty much useless. It's pretty much useless in the long term. Nobody, nobody really wants to watch um, Slovakia and, I don't know. They're like Slovakia. Denmark. Yeah, nobody yeah. really wants to watch that as a friendly. Of course, that ups that could up COVID rates, and um, eventually that will end in what is most likely to be um, the team having to stop playing, even in things like the Nations League. Finn, what's your opinion on that? Um. Well, you see, it's like I don't really understand. Um. You really like friendies in total at this moment in time because they're not good if teams are traveling around the world doing it just for them, just for them to like pay for it to watch a game being played, say, halfway around the world where COVID rates are up. You, you might waste your money on like just random football that isn't interesting at all. When you could be watching a good possible league game or something else that is going to be good, enjoyable football, or just another international friendly, or the Nations League, or anything. So I feel like they're kind. It's not really necessary to be playing international friendlies and stuff like that. That's just my thought on it, really. Yeah, definitely. I I think eventually that. Like what you said, it ups COVID rates. Uh, it's being caused to having, like, such as the Belgium-England game, it was having been played in a different stadium because of how high COVID rates were. And um, I think legitimately we need to stop them. What I, I don't understand why they are happening, like also, you said, at this moment in time. And also, 
it was really stupid how they let this game go on. I think it was Croatia France, where at half or one of the Croatia game, where at half time one of the players got their COVID test and tested positive for it, and they played the rest of the game. They played the last forty five minutes. Really, they should have called it off. I don't. That guy shouldn't even have been playing in the first place if he might have had COVID. If you didn't have COVID, then it'd be like, okay, fine, carry on. That's why but the twenty-four hour rules in. Precisely, he shouldn't. He shouldn't be playing if he's being tested. So, so it's like I don't understand it because, once again, high COVID risks. He's been around with a a twenty-one other people plus the people in the dressing room on the bench or wherever he's been. And then that spreads fast because they could have caught it. They will now have to test. Everyone that's been close to him will have to test. That's 21 other people on the pitch that, after the international friendlies, are going to go back to their countries, back to the leagues, back to other teams that they're playing, possibly giving it to them, and it spreads. So I don't understand why it was like put on in the first place. Well, that guy was put on them in the first place. And when he did test COVID positive... They didn't stop it, and I'm actually furious at them for not stopping the game. Yeah, definitely. Uh, of course, it. This is a very controversial topic, and um, it it ultimately ends in somebody getting COVID, somebody ha- and a team if they've been in close contact having to maybe isolate, and that not only hurts the country but that hurts the clubs too. Which brings us on to like. Um, the way they've started the league and the way they've started all these friendlies, Nations League, the players haven't been to training, uh, haven't been to pretty much anything. And we've started the league, as usual, with almost a game every week, which is pretty hard on players who couldn't, weren't able to practice, some of them, uh, weren't able to do training f- through the manager which has ultimately led to injuries such as with Liverpool, with Van Dijk Gomez and Trent Alexander-Arnold, and players getting COVID such as a game with Liverpool, Mo Salah. Finn, what's your opinion on this? Do you think this is uh, fair to the clubs and fair on the players? No, it's actually, it's really not, because they've chucked in all these friendlies. And as we said before, it's up COVID rates and players like Mohamed Salah have tested positive for it while on the international duties now on their international duty but we don't know for a fact whether it was on his international break or whether it was somewhere else but i i would assume it's on the international break and that just sums up really why would you start playing all these friendlies going all the way around the world while while in the middle of a deadly pandemic Definitely. Anyway, thanks for listening. Tune in on next Monday to hear our next section on the European Super League. What can we expect? And we will see you next time. Cheerio! Yeah, so I just checked and it turns out pay-per-view has actually been scrapped. So at the recording of that video, it hadn't been scrapped. So we apologise. But yes, it already has been scrapped.